Okay, let's talk about scholarly writing. This is one of the major methods of evaluation in nursing programs, both at the undergraduate and graduate level. Um, what I thought I'd do is go over some tips for writing a paper and for conducting the literature review. So let's start first with the literature review. All graduate and most undergraduate courses require that you use some nursing research and articles from peer-reviewed scholarly journals. Appropriate scholarly journals are found in your university online databases, and a good one to use is journals at Ovid, which is the old CINAHL database that we used to use years ago. Um, the, full the, um, the larger databases are ProQuest, EBSCOhost, InfoTrack, and Medline. Um, most of these have full text articles. If not, you can contact your university librarian. They can usually get you the article. Um, they really are outstanding. I think I would have died and gone to heaven if I'd had use of an online library. I spent too many years waiting in line for either the copier or trying to find the perfect article only to see that it wasn't in the library holding. So take advantage of your online library. This, you're paying big bucks for it. It's a big part of your tuition, so use it. Um, it, it really is stellar. Um, most every university now has this, as do many hospital settings. You want to avoid um, the free sources that you get, such as Newsweek. Um, most of these are free, and they may even say they're peer-reviewed, but because they generally are advertiser-supported, there may be biases in, in them. Also, when we talk about the concept of peer review, peer review is not what it once was. Um, almost 240 or 250 plus nursing journals out of those, all but eight or so, are state they're peer reviewed. Uh, journals such as AJN, journals uh, Nursing 2000, whatever, and RN are great for clinical resources but they do not have the same rigor of an academic journal such as nursing research, uh, nurses, uh, advances in nursing science, and there's a whole host of them. And sometime I, I plan to put together a list to, to help uh, students. After your topic is selected, what you want to do, or, or that the topic has been given to you, do a comprehensive literature review. This means you must search the various databases. Some references from the internet are acceptable, but you really want to avoid using the internet. If the website has a .com suffix, which means commercial, avoid it. Limit your internet research to .edu or .gov sites. If you're, if, when you're in the online library, your safest bet is to use that. The, the key to that, though, if you're using the full databases such as ProQuest, EBSCOhost, or InfoTrack, Try to f have somebody show you or see if you can figure out how to uh, select the appropriate databases so that you can help narrow down the, the amount of articles that you get. By default, everything that they've subscribed to with ProQuest, including all the business literature, the education literature, will automatically be searched and you can reduce that. So take your time and spend a little bit of time um, wandering around the different uh, resources that you have. Be cautious in your selection of references. As a rule, textbooks are acceptable for substantive support, but they should not be considered primary support. 
In addition, you really want to have primary support as your, that means going to the original article. If you do use a secondary source, meaning that you're citing something that is already cited in the article you're reviewing, you would have to make sure that you cite that as a secondary source and make sure you review APA on, on the correct manner in doing that. But your best bet, again, is to use primary sources. Using the online library is your bet, is this is your best bet because this helps you um, get the most recent literature. Be careful when citing non-professional literature. This can only be done if your purpose is to show what all the po popular literature is showing about your topic. Lay or popular literature should not be used on as a scientific resource. Um, so let's talk, I hope that helps. I will go over more at another podcast, but right now I thought I'd give you a little, some helpful tips. Now let's talk, excuse my dog, now let's talk about writing the paper. Your next step is to develop an outline for your paper. I cannot stress how important that is. When they told you that back in grammar school, your teachers, I hate to admit, were correct. When you set up your outline, you're essentially setting up as the level headings for your paper. Read the guidelines, this from, it's classic to APA format. Read the guidelines your instructor has given you and, and the grading criteria. Be sure to include those criteria on your outline so that you address all areas. Set up your level headings according to those criteria. If you visit my tutorial at drgwen.com, drgwen.com. I actually had you can download a sample that should be of help to you. Follow guidelines to avoid plagiarism and produce an honest paper. That that's another point that is so important, particularly with um, the access of the internet today. Trust me, faculty can tell when a paper has been recycled from another class and when parts of it have been copied from other authors. When discussing research or publications, read what the author has said. Think about it and then write it in your own words. Then cite the source by using APA criteria. Don't worry if you have a lot of citations. I don't know why students feel that way. In fact, it's preferred. It, you, when in doubt, cite is a good motto to, um, to use. Support all fact-type statements with literature. Remember, the only time that there is not a citation is if it's your original idea. By supporting fact-type statements, you're giving credit where credit is due, but you're also strengthening the point you are making. Remember, the rule of thumb is that you must cite all content that is not your original idea. Here's an example. Let's say we wrote, all graduate nursing students are under a great deal of stress. A better way to say this would be, research has suggested that graduate nursing students are under significant stress. And then I would have, in parenthesis, Morse, comma, 2005. Writing style must be scholarly. And if you recall, when you were back in high school, you learned the composition type of writing. This is scientific writing, which is a whole different type of writing. Your vocabulary, your sentence structure, and the logical flow of thoughts need to be written in the scientific format. Another way to help is to get, the, get a journal like Nursing Research and see how the authors are writing. That is an excellent way to learn the APA format and particularly the scientific style of writing. An absolute requirement is that you illustrate critical thinking when you write. Avoid having your papers full of quotes. Uh, I, that's another thing we see commonly. 
and only use a quote if necessary. Instead, paraphrase. Um, critical thinking occurs when you think about your readings, analyze, and then insert your own ideas. One of the reasons that most nursing schools use the APA format is because it is an excellent guideline for scientific writing. Sit down and read it. I guarantee you I have read it from cover to cover a number of times. About every few months I go back and reread something and get a little something more out of it. There is no expert in APA. It is something that we are always striving to improve in our effort in writing scientific papers. Carefully, here's a, here's a, a helpful tip. Develop your paper as a rough draft. Some students think they can just sit down in front of their computer and write a paper. You can't do it that way. If you do, it's going to show. Never write your papers the night before it is due. That also will show and your grade will reflect it. Then set the paper aside and pick it up several days later to read it and edit it again. Plan to write about two to three drafts until the paper is finally finished. Have someone who is a good writer and a colleague or, or a family member and ask them to critique and give you feedback. Remember that person should be able to tell you what was confusing or didn't make sense. They need to be able to interpret. You want to write for your reader so they should be able to interpret what you are saying. Remember also that everything you write reflects you. Your paper should be your best effort, beautifully written, and have a good appearance. So. APA is just a, a small portion of this. Be proud of your work and value writing. It's critical to our success in nursing. I think that's all. I'll stop here. I hope this is a little helpful information. Please feel free to go to my blog and share your thoughts or ask me questions and we'll get some uh, brainstorming going. Have a good day. Take good care of yourself and um, wishing you all the best. Bye now. Scholarly writing. Scholarly writing is pivotal 